understand. And you know, the Word of God says you'll know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I, I don't want to hear, um, you know, a, a watered-down version of God's Word. I mean, how many, how many have ever had God stop you dead in your tracks with the Word of God? Amen. Is this thing a little loud? Amen. Turn the monitor off on it. Where did I say? As soon as he gets back, have him turn the monitor off. Amen. But I, I want to hear, you know, the truth of God. And there have been times that, you know, in my life, so many times, God has just stopped me dead. And because, uh, you know, um, God is our Heavenly Father, and we are His children. And how many know God, the Word of God says He will correct us. Amen. And uh, <clears throat> the, the Holy Spirit was given to teach us all things. And you know, if there's ever been a time we need to hear the Word of the Holy Spirit speaking to us through the Word of God, it's now. Amen. And I believe, you know, Eric was speaking about the judgment that's coming. I believe America has choice. And, uh, you know, it, it, there have been times in the Word of God that when God has spoken and told the, the, told the church of their day or a nation that they needed to turn around, if they listened to God, amen, how many know God would pull back the judgment? Because judgment becomes, comes because of sin. It becomes because of rebellion against God, amen? And, so, and God doesn't want to do that. You know, one of the first messages I ministered here when the tent went up was about the plague in David's day. And, uh, you know, God, the plague was poured out because of the sin of David. And it gets blamed on David, but it also says the sin of Israel. And uh, so I think it was a combination of both. But all of a sudden, 70,000 people die from a plague, and then there was a pause. And I believe in that pause, God wanted to see how they would react and uh, if they would repent, well, they did. You know, you see the leadership of Israel and David himself, they're in sackcloth and ashes. And so how many know the plague was stayed? Amen. Then they went on to, to offer sacrifice, <clears throat> which was a picture and type of the cross. Amen. In Moses' day, whenever the fiery serpents, amen, were biting the people because of their sin, I mean, it's always sin, it, it, it's the problem. Amen. Sin is the problem. And so God instructed Moses to take a pole and put a brazen serpent on that pole and to, and to lift it up, amen, that whenever people were bitten by those fiery serpents, if they looked up to that brazen uh, serpent up on that pole, then they were healed. And so they didn't die, amen. How many know that was the picture of the cross, amen? How many know that through sin and the fall of man, the whole human race is doomed to a devil's hell? But aren't you glad Jesus came 2,000 years ago and died on the cross so that when we look upon him, bless God, how many know the sin problem is healed through what Jesus did? Can I get an amen? amen. Hallelujah. And, you know, God, God never wants to pour out judgment. But when, when sin comes to a certain place, and, and, and you know, I, I mentioned this, I think, one time here a while back. Whenever God was speaking to Abraham about the promised land, the land that God would give his descendants as an inheritance, which is, was the nation of Israel, the land of Israel, which is still there today, amen, that he told Abraham that the sins of the Havites and the Amorites and the people that lived there hadn't come to the full yet. Amen. So there is a place to where, you know, sin finally comes to a place to rejection of God, to where we reject and we will not turn around, amen, that judgment comes. And, and I know people don't want to hear that, but it's the truth, amen. Now, thank God for the ruling that happened today with, with uh, you know, with the abortion. I mean, I'm so thankful for that, amen. But we look at our nation and there are problems all over the place. 
I mean, our nation, how many would agree with me? We are, it's so, so unstable. I mean, there's no uncertainty. You know, you think about people who used to be comfortable. I mean, not five, ten years ago, you know, people were still had confidence in their, in their um, retirement plans. And, you know, there were their jobs. And, uh, you know, we were living pretty well, you know, and things were going along pretty good. Amen. But how many know in just the last few years, I mean, we have COVID and, uh, you know, all these things that have happened and, and it's left our nation reeling. Uh, you know, our, 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 the leadership in our country is out of control. Can I get an amen? And, uh, you know, the Word of God says there'll come a time that men will lead as blind men leading. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know what we're looking for. And I don't mean to be critical, amen? I, 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 you know, you really don't want to do that. But church, there comes a time that we've got to finally start looking around and we've got to look at facts, can I say amen? amen. Hallelujah. And you know, several years ago, I came to the conclusion, actually before COVID and any of those things hit, you know, I came to the conclusion that this thing has done gotten so bad, man can't fix it. You know, my confidence is not in who's going to be elected. My confidence is not in public officials. Amen. Hallelujah. I believe this thing has gotten so bad, it's going to take God to fix this mess. Can I get it? Amen. That's why the Lord brought me to 2 Chronicles 7.14. Amen. And I believe that the key to this, the secret lies with the church based on a decision, Brother John, that we will make. I believe the decision that the church makes in the next few months May, it may be in the next couple years, but I believe in the next few months it's going to determine the outcome. Amen. And so, you know, we see that the nation of Israel here is, is, is in the worst condition morally and spiritually than it's ever been. I mean, Ahab is king and uh, Jezebel, his wife, uh, you know, they went outside of the standards of God's law, of, of the word of God. And, uh, you know, Ahab has brought this woman in that is in, uh, in, into pagan worship and, and drags this mess into the nation of Israel. And, you know, you think about it, church, it hadn't been too long ago. Uh, you know, I was born in 1961, so you do the math. I mean, I'm coming up on 61 years old. Amen. But in 19, I think it was 62, if I remember, right, 62, 63, it's when prayer was taken out of school. Amen. And, and you can look at this nation up till that time. This nation was ascending. Amen. I mean, you think about, you know, before World War I and World War II, United States was really not a very powerful nation. It was a weak nation. And, uh, but after the, the World Wars, the United States of America just, I mean, just ascended. Amen. And all of a sudden, the most powerful nation that I believe that's ever been on this planet, amen? And it was so prosperous and, you know, jobs everywhere and, you know, building that just, I mean, the in, in industry. I mean, it's just amazing. And how many can see the hand of God upon this nation? Amen. And they can call it whatever they want to. Amen. But, the, it, you know, the Word of God says the nation that serves the Lord, God will bless that nation. God will make that nation above all the other nations of the world. I believe God has done that in the United States of America. Amen. But it also said that if we begin to turn our back on God, amen, how many know it's a slippery slope down the other side? Amen. And I believe that we've started that. Amen. And we have prayer taken out of school. Amen. You know, I don't know when I'm going to get to go to Haiti. I'm looking forward to that. Actually, I was talking to Brother John Hansen, that's a missionary or his son-in-law uh, earlier today. And John's been trying to get me to go down, 
And, you know, he's a missionary down in Haiti. He went down around 1970, 1972. And, uh, you know, he, he went down there, just up, picked his family up and just went. And, buddy, Haiti today is a poor nation. But could you imagine it in the early 70s? And he just went down there. There's pictures of him riding on a little donkey. I mean, the funny thing, John is the big man, and he'll be here sooner. You know, one of these nights, you know, he'll be here probably next week, the week after next. And uh, he's a, he's a good-sized man, and on that little donkey. But, you know, he went down there because the Lord put it on his heart to go. And so he went. Amen. And, you know, started, uh, you know, raising up little uh, churches, just, I mean, just little ten buildings. Uh, you know, nothing like what we've got in America. Amen. I mean, nothing. And so they have these little churches that, you know, just a little, not even a third of the size or a quarter of the size of this tent. And, uh, you know, they would just put up a tent roof and suppose a lot of times there wasn't even any walls. And go in there and preach the gospel. And, you know, God has moved in that man's life. Now here we are. I don't know how many years that is. Somebody would have to do the math. Amen. But there's over 250,000 people in, in their churches strewn across Haiti today. Amen. And then they take their churches and they're also schools. So they bring these little kids in and they give them a, you know, a meal and they give them some uh, uh, uniforms for clothing. Amen. And people sponsor that. You know, for $15, brother, with IMO Ministries, you can sponsor a kid to go to school there. I think that's awesome. And they give them a meal. And not only are those little kids coming to those churches and learning the Word of God, those little kids are going back home and teaching their moms and dads the Word of God and their communities. Can I get an Amen. And God has just done an awesome work over there. The last count I had several years ago, there was over 6,500 kids in their school system over there. Amen. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Amen. But you know, the Lord is, you know, he's been wanting me to come down there. Amen. But you know, when you look at back at the United States of America and the way it was founded, how many know it started with some people that was coming to the new world to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ? And off the coast, before they ever set foot, and I said this the other night too, there's the Mayflower Complex, that these people that were on the, on the Mayflower decided that uh, the Mayflower Compact is what it's called. Look it up. They determined that they were coming to this nation not to bring religion, not to bring different, uh, uh, different uh, beliefs, Amen, or different faiths. But they were coming to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the new world. Hallelujah. Now, you think about what I'm saying there. Now, our kids more than likely will not learn that in a history class today. Amen. But bless God, how many know we need to come back to how this nation was founded? Because bless God, this nation was founded, amen, on Jesus Christ. Amen. Whether they'll admit or not. That's why your daughter, dollar bill says uh, uh, one nation under God. And they want to take that off. They're trying to take God out of this nation, but that's why now we're on a slippery slope. Amen. But now is the time, bless God, that God's people need to stand up. Amen. I think about David when he saw Goliath down in that valley and said, Is there not a cause? Church, is there not a cause today? Is there not a reason to stand up and stand for the Word of God? Amen. It may not be popular. Amen. And it, you know, we, you may be uh, an outcast for doing it. Amen. You know, I remember when Christy was in cheerleading. They said, well, you know, she wanted to cheerlead and stuff. And, uh, you know, and, and that's fine. Kids need to do those things. But they had it on Sunday. Amen. Well, I didn't like the idea that they had it. Why couldn't they have it on Saturday? Or why couldn't they do it on Friday? Isn't it kind of funny that it's always the Lord's Day that they want to do all these things? Amen. So I said, okay. I said, but I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Amen. I have to minister on Sunday morning. I was pastoring that church, and I've got to minister on Sunday night. 
Amen. So I said, I'm taking my Bible with me and I'll just study out there. Amen. So here I am. I'd go to these different schools and these football fields in these bleachers with all these people. And I'd be sitting there with my Bible open and there was a great big circle around me. Amen. It was like I was sitting there on an island. Amen. This, this guy with this Bible, they were terrified of me. Amen. They did not, but bless God that, you know, if they wanted to have it on Lord's Day, then there was going to be this crazy minister out there reading his Bible, bless God. Amen. If they don't want to see that, then do it on Saturday. Amen. Hallelujah. But bless God, isn't that sad? Amen. That we're in a time today that when somebody in a public place reads a Bible, that is a foreign thing. Amen. Lord, there used to be a day people prayed on the streets. Amen. I mean, it was a common thing, bless God. But now you pray in a public place, you, you do it. You do it in a parking lot at a grocery store. You just gather with some people and talk about Jesus and start praying. They'll walk 50 feet around you. Amen. And they'll look at you. Amen. Like somebody said, a calf, new, a calf looking at a new gate or something. Amen. Like it's some kind of freak thing. But that is how our nation was founded. Can I get an amen? amen. It shouldn't be a foreign thing, bless God. Hallelujah. God made this nation great. Amen. And I said this the other day too, and there's some things I need to go back over and repeat. But I often think, you know, I think about the 9-11. Amen. That, that was one of the awfulest days in the history of this nation. There had never been an attack on the United States soil ever by, by an, army, an enemy or, or a, a foreign army. Amen. Or some, a foreign invasion of any kind. Never. Never, not one time. Amen. Now, all of a sudden, you know, we're all watching the TVs and we're looking at this thing. And how many were trying to figure out what you were seeing for a while? It took a while for us to get our minds wrapped around what just, I mean, the Twin Towers gets hit. And then we hear about the plane up in Pennsylvania. And there was a, you know, it had, had crashed before it got to the White House. And then the one hit the Pentagon. I mean, we were all trying, because see, we had never had a day in the United States of America like this. Amen. We had never seen anything like this. Amen. And I remember in all the midst of all this, there, there was this reporter, a news reporter, that asked this preacher, uh, you know, that was this, this famous preacher, and, and, you know, why did God allow this to happen? Amen. And I kind of scooted up on the edge of the couch. I wanted to hear what he had to say. Amen. And he said, well, you know, we don't understand all these things. And, you know, we know God loves us. And, uh, you know, he didn't even have an answer. Amen. And, you know, there's some of these backwood preachers. If they would have handed them a microphone, they would have had an answer. Can I get an amen? Let me tell you something. Amen. God is raising some ministers up. Amen. God is raising some people on the, up on the backside of nowhere. This thing's not over with yet. Can I get an amen? Amen. Hallelujah. God is going to put a punctuation in this sentence. He's done it before and he will do it again. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There is a rumbling in the mulberry trees. Amen. There is something on the backside of nowhere. I believe God is putting an army together of people that still believe in God, that still stand on the word of God, that still call Jesus Christ King of kings and Lord of lords, that believe in the blood, that believe, bless God, in water baptism. Amen. Somebody messaged Chris the other day. Amen. When this, we was baptizing down there below the dam the other day. And they said, oh, my God, there's people still doing that. Yes, 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 there's people that still doing that. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. God hasn't went anywhere. Where have we gone, America? Amen. 
That man said, I don't know. And buddy was stirred. I think, my God, I wish I could get a hold of that microphone. But they wouldn't ask somebody like me or like you all. Amen. They think we don't have anything to say. Amen. But I believe that some of us is like David that's been on the backside of nowhere. It's been spending some time with God. Can I get an amen? How that's about fed up with the way this thing is. Amen. That's fed up with the garbage that they're teaching our kids. Fed up, bless God. Amen. With the stuff that's in our public areas. Glory to God. Amen. They tell us we can't talk about Jesus, but they try to push their sin down our throat. Amen. Hallelujah. And probably getting ready to lose Facebook tonight. Amen. I can't help it. Or YouTube or whatever they are. I thank God for these platforms. Amen. But let me tell you something. When you take the rainbow that God gave to Noah, amen, as a sign that he would never destroy the earth again with water, amen, and you trample on that rainbow and you point your fake finger in the face of God, bless God, you got a problem on your hands. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Amen. But the, it was just stirring to me as that, as that minister was standing there about the Twin Towers without an answer. Do you know the Apostle Paul told Timothy, he said, Timothy, he said, you need, amen, to have an answer for people's questions. Amen. You know why we don't have answers for the question? Because we don't study the Word of God. We don't spend time in prayer. Amen. We don't fast and seek God's face today the way they used to. Can I get an amen? There's no power today in the church, bless God, because the power is not in the ministers. Because the ministers won't spend the time with God that they need, bless God. Can I get an amen? amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And then we say things like, well, God's not doing that today. No, that's a cop-out. Amen. God has not changed. God has not changed. We have. Hallelujah. All through the Bible, it never was God. It was man that went somewhere. Amen. But every time man found his way back to God, we find out God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. And I'm sitting here thinking this, this man has no answer. The whole United States of America, the world is looking at this. Amen. Because the world was looking at this. Because how could this happen in the United States of America? Because, see, we thought we were impenetrable. Amen. We thought, bless God, that nothing could touch us. We watched this happen in other nations of the world, but never in the United States of America. But now, all of a sudden, amen, we've watched streets and cities burning in other countries. Amen. But now we're watching it in our nation. Amen. We've seen immorality. Amen. We've seen pagan worship in other nations. But now we're seeing in our nation. Amen. And you know what? We have just people that just sit silent and just let it happen. Amen. That's why I put a tent up. Amen. Hallelujah, Brother Scott, it's not doing very well. Well, I beg to differ. Amen. You know the Lord was stirring in my heart today. Amen. The message I ministered about Joseph the other night ended up, I found out about most of it was to, to, was to me. Amen. Because how many know Joseph went from the pit to Potiphar to slavery, to Potiphar's house, to the prison, then to the palace? Can I get an amen? How many know God had to take him through every step of that to get him in position where God, bless God, could move and shake the world? Can I get an amen? amen. Hallelujah. 
But Jesus told him, he said, you go into the upper room until you be endued with power. Wait, 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 wait. You know what waiting is what we don't like to do. Amen. Man, if we can't flick it in our bit, pop it in our microwave and have it in 30 seconds, bless God, we're out of there. Amen. Well, let me tell you something. God always has and he always will make us wait. Those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings of eagles, glory to God. They will run and not be weary. Hallelujah. Anybody that wants to wait on God, for God one more time, bless God. Now not only shake the earth, but to shake the heavens and the earth. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. I might get the scripture, I might not. I told Eric the other day, it ain't even no need to study for a message because God's going to do something else anyway. It's different up here. Amen. God is doing something. Amen. All my life I've studied my Bible, bless God, but God will get you ready. You'll think, man, that's what Eric told me yesterday. He said, Brother Scott, he said, I had, I had so much, I didn't know what to do. Then God up here and God does something. I said, I know, that's what I've been going. But how many know that's what we need, glory to God? How many are tired of hearing what men have to say and ready to hear? How many know the voice of God can still speak today, bless God? If we'll get behind our pulpits, amen, all we got to do is pray and stay in right fellowship with God, glory to God. Hallelujah, honey, I believe God will show up and speak to a dying nation and bring resurrection power, amen, and raise a dead nation back to life again. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, the other day, I'll get back to the preacher. I mentioned this dream of Joseph. Seven years of plenty. Seven years of famine. Amen. There is a very good chance that the ruling today could have flipped the switch. Amen. That God is going to begin to do some things in this nation. Who would have thought two or three years ago that this was even a possibility, Brother Chris. Amen. I mean, who would have even thought, I mean, what has it been since 1973? That this ruling was passed, that we could murder babies? Well, it's not a life until God told Jeremiah... Jeremiah chapter 1, he said, Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you and ordained you a prophet to the nations. Can I get an amen? Every person, every child that is born is born with a purpose of God. Whether they ever live that life or fulfill that purpose or not. Amen. They have a purpose. They have a calling and a mandate. Amen. In their life upon this earth. There's something they have to do for God. Now whether or not they do that. Amen. So life begins whenever God speaks a purpose before that purpose is ever placed in the mother's womb. Hallelujah. But then, well, you know, if it's uh, in the, I don't know about the trimesters, it's all Greek to me, but two months, three months. Then it was six months. Amen. Y'all notice that? Amen. Then it was uh, partial birth. Amen. Amen. Then it was how many hours after it was born they could kill the baby on the table. Amen. 
And you know the thing that bothers me, I, I know I'm getting in trouble here with, with the network. I, I can't help it. I, I got to speak what God's put on my heart tonight. Amen. It's insanity. Amen. It bothers me that they, they you know, that, that's the, the, the mindset that they have, the stand that they take on this. Amen. But yet they don't understand why a 13-year-old mother throws her newborn baby in a garbage can. Amen. There's a problem with that, but there's not. Amen. It's insanity. Amen. It's a nation. It's a nation that has lost its way. It's a nation that has turned its back on God. It's a nation that had better come back, amen, to the fountains of living water, amen, that made it the greatest nation in the world, or we are in big trouble, and it's coming soon. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, Scott, you're preaching like there's 200 people here. I'll come up here and preach to the wind. Amen. That's what God told Ezekiel. Ezekiel, prophesy to the bones. Prophesy to the cemetery, bless God. I believe, brother and sister, we're in a day where we're prophesying, bless God, to the cemetery. But, honey, there's resurrection power in Jesus Christ tonight. Amen. He can still raise the dead to life again. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But God said there's seven years of plenty, then seven years of famine. I believe the seven years of famine is a tribulation period. But I believe before that comes, God is going to move for seven years. I believe that. Amen. Hallelujah. I believe God is going to push back all the, uh, all the Antichrist spirits. Amen. All of this anti-Jesus, anti-God, anti-church, anti-you and me. Bless God. I believe God is going to rub mud in their face. Amen. And I don't mean that the wrong way, bless God. Amen. But bless God, in all through the Bible, when people rose up against God and pointed their finger in God's face, they ended up on the losing end. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm not talking about, you know, I'm not talking about a mean and nasty church. Amen. I'm just talking about you don't mess with God. Amen. You don't mess with God's people. Say amen or oh me. Hallelujah. But the Twin Towers, we have this preacher, and we're all trying to wrap our minds around what's happened here. Amen. Maybe, just maybe, we're seeing, amen, that we're starting to reap what we have sown. Amen. The Word of God says if you sow sin, amen, you'll reap death. That's what my Bible says. Oh, Brother Scott, they say you can just sin and say Jesus every once in a while and everything's fine. My Bible tells me, bless God, that if you sin, you're going to reap death. Glory to God. But if you sow righteousness, bless God, you're going to reap life everlasting. I like that part. Amen. How many know there's a choice that we have to make? Amen. Are we going to live or are we going to die? Amen. The Word of God says choose life. God has given us Jesus Christ. Let His Son go through everything that He went through on the whipping post. Amen. And go to the cross and die for us. God has done everything He can to help us. Glory to God. But how many know, bless God, we have got to receive the outstretched hand of God before the door shuts, bless God. And that door is starting to swing shut, I believe. Hallelujah. But God began to deal with my heart about the Twin Towers. Why? Why did this happen? Why did God allow this to happen? Amen. Amen. Because in a nation, 
amen, where we have listening devices, amen, on the, on the ocean floor around the United States of America to protect us, amen, from submarines, amen, sneaking in, amen, to attack us, amen. We have satellites in outer space that are watching the skies above us. We have radar systems, amen. We have defense systems that we spend billions of dollars on, amen. The United States of America has spent more money on defense, amen, probably than all the other nations put together to keep its citizens protected, to keep us safe. How many thank God for that? Amen. But I want to ask you a question. Then how, amen, did an enemy, amen, attack the nation of the United States of America and the Twin Towers fell and our Pentagon even? Amen. The military, amen, head of our military, the brain trust of the greatest military in the world, bless God, amen, was attacked. Well, I'm going to tell you why. The answer is real simple because it's in the Old Testament. Amen, because as long as Israel was serving God, listen to me, when Israel was serving God and they were in God's will, amen, they were in, they were in the righteousness of God, amen, they were living according to God's word, amen, the word of God says they had peace around them and they did not have any wars, amen. <coughs> But as soon as they would begin to fall away from God and fall into sin, amen, and begin to rebel against God, all of a sudden, amen, all their, these armies were coming across. It would start with skirmishes, amen, hallelujah, and pretty soon it got so bad that Israel ceased to be a nation. Now, this is the nation that God loved. Amen. We talk about God's love. Eric hit all over that last night. God loves this church and sent his son to die for us. Amen. Hallelujah. But let me tell you something. Hell, heaven is not going to be like this earth. Amen. Liars are not going to be in heaven. Adulterers are not going to be in heaven. Thieves are not going to be at nobody. Amen. There's not going to be any sin in heaven. Amen. How many know God is a man tries to fix this world? You're not going to fix this world. Amen. The only thing we can do in this world is receive Jesus Christ. Amen. Glory to God. And get ready to go to the perfect world that God has prepared for us. God already did it. It's waiting on us. Can I get an amen? amen. All you got to do is get your ticket punched. How do I do that, Brother Scott? Ask Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins. And ask Jesus Christ to come into your heart. And then live according to the Word of God. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. But we have all this defense around this nation. How did this enemy get in? I'll tell you how. The same thing that happened to Israel. We thought that our billions of dollars in our defense systems was protecting us. Amen. But no. Amen. Bless God. What we found out was is because we were one nation under God and we were a righteous nation, bless God. We were called a Christian nation, glory to God. How many know the force field of God, the protection of God was upon our nation? Amen. But when we begin to say we no longer want God, we don't want his Ten Commandments in our capital. We don't want his Ten Commandments in our schools. We no longer want prayer in our schools. We no longer want God in this nation. How many know the force field of God came down? Because you can't have both. You either have God or you reject God. Amen. And we rejected God. And little did we know all of a sudden our nation was under attack. And our nation has been under attack. There are things going on we don't even see. 
There are attacks that are going on inside our schools, our children under assault. Amen. And parents don't even know it. They don't even know that your children's minds are being destroyed. Amen. I don't even know if we fought an army today, went into war with China and Russia. Amen. People my age more than likely would be fighting that war because our children have been taught to hate our nation. Amen. I remember you used to stand and say, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible glory to God. Hallelujah. You think about what I'm saying. We said that every single morning. One nation under God. Hallelujah. I love the sound of that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But my God, where are we today, church? Amen. I, I have read stories. I, I, amen. I didn't know this day was coming. I'm going to be honest with you. Amen. I didn't know why I was studying the history of the founding of the United States of America. When I was in eighth grade, and I, I don't know why my message is going this way, but when I was eight, in eighth grade, my social studies teacher made the statement. She said, I don't know what was so great about George Washington. He lost every battle he ever fought. That's what she said to me. Amen. My social at John Adams Junior High School in Charleston, West Virginia. Amen. Hallelujah. There's a lot of things that I was taught in school. Amen. And so as I began to study, I, I saw where this man, George Washington, and I, I'm going to state some things tonight that is on the, the, the National Historic Register. Amen. I. I told a man if I mentioned his name, own one of the TV networks in West Virginia, own TV station networks all over this state. And I was in an office with him one day and mentioned this. Amen. Do you know that there was a battle where George Washington was rallying our troops in this battle? And, and he would go into battle against 10,000 British that had, that had Indians fighting alongside of them. Amen. George Washington would have 1,500 soldiers and 2,000 volunteers, amen, and, and, and a few militia. And he would go, the numbers were just ridiculous. Amen. But they were fighting for freedom. Amen. These men were praying about our nation. I don't care what they tell you. Amen. My God, somebody had better look this stuff up. Amen. And so as soon as the bullets would start flying, amen, the, bull, the muskets would start crying, cracking, amen, they would all run and leave George Washington with 1,500 men against 10,000 plus the Indians that were, amen. And so George Washington, this one particular day, is on his horse rallying his troops, amen, riding back and forth, amen, bullets flying everywhere, and he's out there, amen, rallying his troops so that they won't run, amen. And there was, after the battle was over with, he had bullet holes in his jacket. This is on the national, uh, the, 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 uh, the, Library of Congress. You can also look it up on Google it. Amen. And after and so, you know, he none of those bullets penetrated his body. He wrote a letter. The letter is up there that he wrote his mother. He said, I believe that providence is on my life. He said, I believe God, there's something that God he sensed that God was doing something. Amen. And so he wrote to mother, he said, Mom, he said, you know, he said, I don't understand about the bullet holes, and I was rallying the troops so that we could win this battle to have this great cause for the freedom of our people. Amen. And he said, those bullets never touched my body. Amen. 
Hallelujah. And I'm telling this man that owns these networks, he says, Scott, I've never heard that. There was also a peace treaty that they signed that this Indian chief from up in Pennsylvania, somewhere around Pittsburgh, amen, wanted to come to this peace treaty signing because he wanted to see the man that God would not let die. And that man was George Washington. Amen. Russ Scott, why are you bringing that up now? Why are you talking about all that? Amen, because God brought people, amen, from different parts of the world to this new world. Amen, glory to God. Amen, and we set up a nation, a nation, one nation under God. Amen, set up those little churches, amen, as, as they, they are down in Haiti. Amen, glory to God. There were churches, amen, and also schools during the day, and they had prayer, glory to God. They read that they had the Pledge of Allegiance, glory to God. Amen, they had a vision and a dream of a nation that was full of God, amen, where the gospel of Jesus Christ could be preached. Amen, not only was it preached in this nation, God raised this nation up, bless God, amen, where the Bibles and the printing presses, amen, printing Bibles and missionaries were going all over the world. The United States of America, amen, has preached the gospel to the world. Can I get an amen? Amen. Now we are in the place to where I hear that missionaries are leaving other parts of the world and saying God is sending them back to America. You think of what I'm saying there. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We're in trouble, church. Amen. Our nation is in trouble. Amen. Hallelujah. And I know it's bad in this nation. Brother Scott, there's got to be hope. There's always hope in God. Amen. Because how many know the same God, amen, that through the perseverance of these people that prayed and, and persevered, bless God, amen, and called upon God that made this nation great, bless God, I believe there's still a remnant in this nation that can still pray that prayer and persevere and see God do this one more time before the return of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. See, we don't hear the stories about George Washington, the, the march that they marched from, I don't know if it's South Carolina, clear up into Maine somewhere. I, I, it's been so long since I looked at it. And those men in frigid conditions, amen, their feet, amen, were, were, were frostbitten. Amen, you talk about a desire, bless God. Amen, and I heard somebody say the other day that the church is still there by where the ten twin towers are, amen, where the Continental Congress <coughs> would gather together in that little church and pray and seek God's faith about the founding of this nation can I get an amen? amen hallelujah hallelujah it was the prayers it's not the men and women amen of that day that made this nation great it's the God that they were praying to can I get an amen, amen. hallelujah honey now it's our day Amen. And our nation is in trouble. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's why I believe this tent's here. Amen. And God has been putting on my heart not only to have meetings here, not only to preach the gospel here. Amen. But I love to see God begin to do something in central West Virginia to where the Christians, amen, those that still believe in Jesus Christ and Him crucified, those that still believe God, amen, amen, can do the exceedingly abundant, abundantly above all that we think could come to this place and begin to gather in the center of part of West Virginia and begin to pray for our state and begin to pray about our nation glory to God hallelujah we may not even preach or sing but honey God said bless God if his people will call upon his name and they will turn from their wicked ways God said I'll hear from heaven forgive their sin and heal their land that's what I want to see glory to God amen doesn't matter to me if we preach a sermon or not 
Doesn't matter to me, bless God, if we sing or not, glory to God. We've been preaching, we've been singing, it's not getting us much where, but honey, bless God, when people begin to pray, glory to God. Amen. Peter and I have been with Jesus. Greatest move of God that's ever on planet Earth. You, I mean, I mean, buddy, people say, well, you know, I'd like to be with that minister. They, they would run around carrying their briefcases and stuff so they, they could get the Elijah, Elijah anointing. Amen. <laughs> the Lord spoke to me one day and he said, Scott, he said, why do you want less? I said, well, Lord, what do you mean? He said, Scott, they were under the old covenant. He said, why do you want less? I said, Lord, I don't understand what you're saying to me. Amen. Jesus said John the Baptist was the greatest prophet that ever lived. Didn't Jesus say that? The greatest prophet that ever lived. Jesus said that, a lot, that John the Baptist was the greatest that ever lived. But he also went on to say that he that's least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than him. Amen. I said, what are you saying, Lord? He said, so then why would you want a lesser anointing from the old covenant when we have a better covenant based upon better promises. Amen. Bless God. Instead of having a man's anointing that's passed down, glory to God, when you can have the King of kings and the Lord of lords living inside of you and living water flowing out of you, can I get an amen tonight? The problem is, bless God, I don't know if we realize that or not. Amen. I don't even know if we realize what prayer can do. Whenever I began to, you know, was praying and seeking God about, about doing this and about putting this tent up when God opened all the doors. Amen. And I told Rodney, I told Brother Rodney this. May have told Brother Eric too. I had a dream one night. And I had a dream about these meetings. And it may be coming to that. And I remember that there was so much division between the churches. I mean, you know, we just couldn't agree on anything. Amen. I mean, my God, church, can we not agree on the cross of Christ? Amen. Hallelujah. I guess some can, but I, I really don't know what to say about that. But in that dream, I remember, I, was, I, don't, even, I don't remember the faces, I, I don't, but I remember making the statement. I remember being frustrated and, and, and confused about I couldn't understand, you know, why we couldn't come together and preach Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Amen. It just boggled my mind. Some of y'all understand that too. How many can't figure this thing out? Amen. Why can't God's people come together and lift up Jesus? Amen. There's something wrong with this picture. But in that dream, I remember looking at him. I say, okay, okay, okay. I said, but can we at least agree to come together and pray? Can we at least do that? Amen. wonder if we could. Amen. Could you imagine what God could do? Well, brother Scott, it's all about you. It ain't about me. Amen, bless God. Amen, just everybody from West Virginia, come on to Flatwoods, West Virginia. Let's pray for this state. Let's pray for this nation. I'll go sit way over there on that mountain way over there. Amen, glory to God. It's not about any man. It's about a man called Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I had a comment the other day. Amen, I, I, I wasn't going to bother this. I'm like Eric. The Lord just pulls it out of you. Amen. Amen, somebody made a comment that, well, you know what, whenever you... Uh, 
You know, you just, you just brag on yourself. I was talking about, you know, what prayer did in, in a man in a hospital. Amen. But see, they've forgotten. They've forgotten what I told the people here when I first got here. I failed God. Amen. I was doing what the churches are doing. I've, I've been, I mean, I've been in church all my life. I've been through most of what these different denominations. I've been in one door and done exhausted and out the other side. I didn't find God there. And in one door and out another door. I didn't find God there in all of these different things. Amen. If anybody's got the key, then how come our nation is in the shape it's in? Amen. We got to ask that question, Brother Chris. Amen. If somebody's got it, amen, then let's see it. Amen, but I was looking for it, and I exhausted all those. And 17 years ago, God said, Scott, I'm telling you what the problem is. I said, what? He said, it's the church. Amen. Amen. We think, oh, if we just get this great, big, well-known preacher to come. Amen. Well, how many years have we been doing that? And how many will agree with me? We're still going down the slippery slope. Amen. Well, if we just change our worship and we let we got to get another style of worship in the church. We've done that. Amen. We've had bluegrass gospel. We've had hillbilly gospel. We've had country gospel. We've had southern gospel. We've had contemporary gospel. Amen. Charismatic gospel. Amen. We've got praise and worship. We've had hill songs. We've had, amen. Look at our world. Amen. Brother Scott, you're hard on us. You're hard on us. Amen. I believe we're searching. Amen. How many are searching? How many are trying to find God in all this? Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. I, I've been, I, I've left West Virginia going to these places where God was. I've sat in their churches. Amen. I've been sitting right there on the front rows. Hallelujah. And I, I'm not putting them down. I'm not trying to be critical here. I'm just trying to state facts here. Amen. Church, we need to find God. Amen. Well, Brother Scott, you're just, you're just expecting too much. Am I? Am I? How many believe God wants to save to the uttermost? How many believe God wants drug addicts set free? Amen. Prostitutes, bless God. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus' ministry was full of prostitutes. What's wrong with us? How, brother Scott, I don't know. Amen. They, he, they bring a woman taken in the bed of adultery and sling her down in front of him, disrupt his service there when he's trying to teach the people, and they want to kill her. They want to, they want to stone her. That's what the church wants. Amen. Bless God. All we want to do is kill people. Amen. And Jesus told Peter and him, he said, you don't know what spirit you're of. You I didn't come for you to call down fire from heaven. The Son of Man came to seek and save that which is lost. Hallelujah. And I believe there's more lost people today than there's ever been. The fields are white and ready to harvest. Can I get it? Amen. Honey, we've got to find God in this thing. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to be honest with you what happened. The Lord says, Scott, I, I was surfing through the channels. I was spiritually, amen, I failed God. So don't you tell me I'm bragging about me. How many preachers you hear stand behind a pulpit and say they failed God? Amen. You know why I can do that, bless God? Because I'm redeemed. Glory to God. Jesus is bigger than me. 
Amen. Jesus went to that cross. I didn't. Amen. The reason that man was touched in that hospital is not because I prayed, but because Jesus died on the cross and produced a miracle. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, I was spiritually shot, physically shot, mentally drained. I wasn't in good shape, John. Amen, because I had done looked everywhere, every avenue, down every alley, amen, every nook and cranny trying to find God, and I did not find God. That's not a fun place to be. Amen. But I believe there's a lot of people there. Amen. How many believe the God of the book of Acts, the God of the Bible still exists? Let me see your hands. How many believe that God still exists? How many want that God? Is there something wrong with that? Amen. Well, if there is, there's something wrong with me, but I'm staying there, bless God, because I'm in hot pursuit. Paul, bless God, said one day, bless God, he said, I, I'm pressing on. He said, I'm leaving my yesterday behind. I'm leaving all my stuff, amen, all of my, all my money, all my life, bless God. One day Jesus passed by, amen, glory to God, said, tag, you're it, and took off. And he, Paul said, bless God, I'm leaving my yesterday behind. I'm in hot pursuit of Jesus because ever since he's touched me, I know my tomorrow is going to be greater than my today, glory to God and honey there's something in Jesus I haven't seen yet and bless God I'm going to find it hallelujah, hallelujah. glory to God hallelujah my goodness man I've preached in that church and preached in that church and preached in that church I've been to the churches I've been searching for God amen and finally it came crashing down, and I was a basket case. Frustrated, without answer, searching. One night I was in laying in bed, just my mind numb, depression, frustration, buddy, you name it, I had it. There's a TV in there sitting on the dresser. I never even turned it on for some reason. I'm just, I'm sitting there. Have, have you ever been sitting there just looking at the TV? You don't even know what's on it, but you're just clicking channels, and your mind is off somewhere else. Amen? And I, I, I mean, I wasn't even there. Amen. And I was just clicking the channels, and all of a sudden, Alabama, the group Alabama, the country group, came on. And for some reason, I stopped. Alabama, Brother Scott. Yes, Alabama. Because when I was a teenager, Alabama, that's the music I listened to. Amen. And they were talking about how they came on the scene. It's amazing how God will talk to you. They come on the scene this, and had these hit records, this hit album. Then the next album came. It was a bigger hit than the first one. Then the next and the next. Alabama just kept producing greater albums year or year after year amen decade after decade and they said man said we we knew that sooner or later this thing was going to crash and burn sooner or later amen this thing was going to hit the ground amen and finally it happened they produced an album that didn't exceed the other album and, the, and then the slope started amen hallelujah and i was listening to that and the lord spoke to me and he said scott that's what you've been doing I said, Lord, what, what do you mean? He said, Scott, he said, you've been going behind that pulpit. He said, you've been cramming, you've been studying. And he said, the church expects you to deliver, to deliver. And he said, you've been delivering. 
And he said, then they expect the next service to be better than that one. And the next service to be better than that one. And the next service to be better than that one. People don't know the pressure that's on pastors to perform. And bless God, when you don't perform, they'll get them another one. Amen. Now, I'm, I'm, not, trying to, I'm not trying to be critical and put people down. Amen. But we expect church to produce, don't we? Amen. Hallelujah. And he said, Scott, you're doing the same thing till it finally got to the point, amen, that you couldn't preach one of these space age, amen, these scientific, amen, these phenomenal messages, amen. You know what the Lord did? The Lord let the rug be pulled out from under me, amen, because he was trying to help me. Glory to God. Because I was under pressure to perform, constantly pressure to perform. Bless God, we are not called to perform. We are called to preach the word, to preach the gospel. Can I get an amen? How many know, bless God, if you come behind the pulpit and you read one scripture, amen, you have had church. Can I get an amen? Because there's people in this world, amen, that carry around. They don't have a Bible. All they've got is a part of a chapter. Amen. And bless God, down in South America and over in Africa and China, they're preaching out of that because that's all they've got. But how many know God takes that little and God is much in? Because it's not about our performance. It's about the God that we are serving. It's about the God of heaven that is still speaking in our day today. Can I get an amen? Amen. How many know God had to deliver me from the performance? Amen. That's why some of you all can't figure me out. You come in here, Brother Scott, I ain't never seen nothing like this. You know, it's not well old. It's not programmed. Amen. There's breaks between. You got, you're running around trying to find a microphone. This is real. This is not a program. This is not a pro- I could care less about a performance. Amen. Amen. If you want a performance, go to the symphony. Amen, but you won't find God there either. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Man, I'd like to just have a time, bless God, hallelujah, to where people, amen, or, you know, you're going to fetch your water and you come to the well and Jesus is sitting there. Had no idea Jesus was going to be there. Glory to God. Amen. You're walking on the road to Emmaus and all of a sudden somebody comes and just starts walking along with you. Can I get an Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what I'm looking for. Amen. God delivered me from that stuff, John. Amen. Because I was reading a scripture one day where Jesus was speaking about John the Baptist. He that's least in the kingdom of heaven is greater. That's every one of you all. We have a better covenant based upon better. What do you mean, Brother Scott? Jesus lives in you. The same Jesus, bless God, that raised the dead. The same Jesus that cleansed the lepers. The same Jesus, bless God, that fed the multitudes. That Jesus lives in you and me tonight. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. And bless God, as long as you're performing, he'll lay in there dormant. Amen. What are you talking about, Brother Scott? God will just let you beat yourself to death. Amen. He'll just let you have at it. Amen. He'll let us come to church and just do whatever it is we're doing. 
Amen. But has anybody figured out that what we're doing is not working? Amen. That's what I had to come to conclusion. Bless God, Scott. It's not working. Amen. And when you've tried everything and you've looked under every rock and you've searched and you've searched, there comes a time, bless God, you've got to stop what you're doing, bless God. You've got to get on your face before God. You've got to say, God, we can't do this. Honey, we can't church. We can't change this nation. But we serve a God, bless God, that can. Can I get it? Amen. My God, what could God do? Amen. If the church of West Virginia would come together in central West Virginia and lay on their face and begin to call out to God and say, God, we're sorry. God, we've missed you. God, we've sinned. God, I'm praying that you forgive my sins, the sins of my fathers, the sins of my father's fathers. Amen. God, I plead the blood over this nation. God, I pray for the addicts. I pray, amen, for the harlots. I pray for our politicians, God. I pray for this Boxlid nation. Amen. I believe the God of heaven will show up, bless God, and shake West Virginia and shake the United States of America. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I gotta quit. I keep y'all here every night till dark. I don't I don't mean to. I just want your family saved. I want your churches on fire. I don't hate the church. I love your churches. I just don't want them dead. I want the fire of God burning in your churches. Amen. I want your pastors on fire. Amen. I want your pastors preaching, bless God. Amen. To where when sinners come in the door, they hit the altar. They don't hit the door. They hit the altar. Amen. If people come around with demons, bless God, the demons come out crying. I know we don't want to talk about this stuff, bless God, but my God, where is the power going? Where is the fire of God? We need it, church. We need it. We need it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because see, these men had been with Jesus. The best, the greatest example. There, you couldn't have walked in a better example than walking with Jesus. Greatest teacher. Amen. People say, we well, want to get under this minister and get under that minister. What if we just get under Jesus? Well, you know, my denomination says, and my pastor and his pastor and his great pastor and his great grandma and great grandfather said, Amen. What if we just read our Bibles? Do you know I have learned more reading my Bible? Now, there, there have been people that's helped me along the way. I thank God for that. Yes, there's apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, and evangelists. Yes, 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 yes. Amen. But how many have had some great teachers in your life, whether in church or in the world? How many know the best teachers will teach you how to learn yourself? Amen. They will teach you how to teach yourself. They will teach you how to learn. Amen. Because, see, life is just full of problem solving. Every day has its problems, and we solve the problems, don't we? Amen. But you know what I've found? All my problems, bless God, are answered in the Word of God. Amen. You can go to men and listen to what men have to say, but, my God, when you start going to the Word of God for your answers, you will get the right answer every time. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm preaching better than y'all shouting tonight. Amen. They were with Jesus. Amen. Jesus rubbed off on them. He sure did. 
Amen. But how many know after Jesus' ascension, his death, burial, and his resurrection, Jesus came back. Amen. He came back. They say they see Elvis all the time. <laughs> Amen. How many know the Jesus sightings were real and they were documented? Amen. Hallelujah. And you know what? They're documented every time an alcoholic that can't pass a liquor store that's never been sober a day of his life. Amen. Whenever that, that alcoholic, amen, that poor pitiful person that's bound in that horrible sin, amen, comes to an altar and says, Lord Jesus, forgive me a sinner. Will you cleanse this old alcoholic? Gets up from an altar and they never touch another drop. There is your evidence that we have a risen Christ. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. I've seen it all my life. Amen. How many have seen Jesus all your life? Amen. How many have had Jesus feed you? Amen. How many have had Jesus give you a job, give you a house, glory to God? Amen. When there was no way, Jesus showed up and made a way for you. Where there, honey, there's some of us that's lived this, glory to God. You're not telling me, bless God, Jesus is not real. Amen. You're just blind, miserable, poor, and naked. You just don't know it. I love you. Amen. But you need to know this Jesus we know. He'll change your life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But Jesus told him, he said, don't you go anywhere. I would think, Brother John, they were qualified to go and, and, and preach what Jesus had given them. Actually, they, all, they already had a trial run. Amen. Because Jesus told him, he, he sent them out two by two. Told him to go cast out devils, preach the gospel, heal the sick, glory to God. Amen. Cleanse the lepers. Amen. They went out. Amen. And they came back rejoicing. Amen. Rejoicing. Because the devils were subject unto them. And Jesus said, I, 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 I. Amen. Brother Scott, he didn't say that. Yes, he did. He said, rejoice not because the devils are subject unto you. I mean, see, that's where we like to start taking the glory. That's where we can be somebody. Amen. It's all about me. Amen. It's all about me. It's all about me. It's not about you. It's not about you. It's not about you. It's all about me. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus said in the last days, men, men would be lovers of their own selves. We better come back to loving God. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus said, Rejoice not because the devils are subject, but rejoice because your names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to rejoice about my grace. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I hear these people say, Well, you're not supposed to say you're an old sinner saved by grace. Well, you better watch what you're saying. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many have ever been puffed up and ate dirt? Amen. How many know the pride goeth before a fall? How many have ever fell flat on your face? Can't, amen. This is good preaching tonight. Amen. It ain't good for the flesh, but sure good for the spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Rejoice because your names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus told them when they came back, John's disciples came back. And this, 
This night when God was showing me, amen, about my performance, my performance, you know, just trying to, to, to exceed the next night, the next night, the next night, that stuff will kill you. Amen. It'll wear you out. How many know this should be fun? Amen. The joy of the Lord should be in everything we do. This should be fun, glory to God. Amen. And it is when it's about Jesus and it's not about you. Amen. And so John's disciples are coming back and saying, John, aren't you concerned? Jesus' ministry is taking off. Amen. The whole world's talking about Jesus. And he said, aren't you concerned? John said, I, I, I. wait a minute. He said, remember I told you in the beginning there's one coming after me who's mightier than I, whose shoes I'm not worthy to loosen. He said, I must, I must decrease that he might increase. Amen. Glory to God. How do you, you, amen. How many know, bless God, what do you mean, brother Scott? We can't do this. We can't do this. We can't preach good enough. We can't sing good enough. We can't praise good enough. Can I get it, amen? How about glory to God? We have got to get Jesus back in this thing. We got to, so we got to find Jesus, glory to God. Somehow we've got to get this answer, and we've got to get this answer from heaven down to earth, glory to God, because Jesus said, pray this way, this way, our Father who art in heaven, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That tells you God wants to do that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Man, I'm losing my voice again. Amen. We must decrease that he might increase. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you know that changed my life? Changed my life. I don't have to perform anymore. I don't have to be anybody. See, people are looking for an association. Man, because, see, we have an identity crisis. John preaches about that all the time, an identity crisis. <clears throat> and, see, we want to be associated with somebody great because we're so, our self-esteem is so low. Amen. We may not say that, but we put on all these fronts and stuff, and we do everything, man. Amen. I've seen people drive very expensive cars and live in a shack. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, and I'm not making fun of them. I'm not trying to be rude. But we are terrified that people are going to see who we really are, aren't we? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When in, in reality, God takes the foolish things of the world, the little things of the world the insignificant people the little nothings the nobodies amen because see it's not about the individual how many know it's about the god that they serve that's why the word of god says little is much when god's in it amen hallelujah glory to god and there's nothing wrong with having stuff and having things there's not a thing wrong with that amen but I want you to think about we're trying to associate with different things, you know, so that we can think that we've accomplished something. The Apostle Paul said, I've left it all. I've left it all. I've counted but done that I may know Christ. Amen. Paul left it all. He left his whole life, left every worldly possession he had. Amen. In pursuit of Christ. And you know, it's the Apostle Paul that said, I am associated with Christ. Amen, because that's really what we're searching for. 
Amen. Our life will never have meaning until we're associated with Christ. Amen. And we'll know we're associated with Christ when it's no longer about us, but it's all about Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And you know what? Now, through the transformation of my life, of God delivering me from myself. See, the church needs delivered from itself. Amen. We need to get a revelation of Jesus and who Jesus is. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. You know, I told a minister today, when you learn what the message of the cross is all about, when you learn what the cross is, when you learn about who Jesus is, amen, then life gets simple. Amen, because it's no longer about anything about you, anything that you are or anything that you can be because your life disappears. Paul said, I die daily. Paul said, for me to live is Christ. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Every morning when Paul got up, Paul was saying, Lord, this is not the day for Paul to live. This is the day for you to live in me. Can I get an amen? amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. And do you know what Paul said? The life that I now live, I live through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. If you come to the place that it's about Jesus living in you, how many know it will deliver you and set you free? Because how many know at that moment the, the performance is over? Amen. It's no longer about your performance. It's no longer about you know, exceeding the last meeting or the last time. Amen. It's just showing up again. This is a brand new day. Amen. This is a day the Lord has made, a brand new opportunity for Jesus to be seen, for Jesus to be heard, for Jesus to shine. Can I get an amen? amen. Hallelujah. How many know we need that? Bless God. All we need is Jesus, church. That's all we need. Jesus will solve every problem that the church has, every problem that the individual has, every problem that the nation and the world has. Can I get an amen? amen. Hallelujah. Amen. amen. And I'm going to say this in closing tonight. Even though they had been with Jesus, they could have they went, they could have preached, they could have ministered, but Jesus said, you go to the upper room and you wait. How I many we don't like to wait? Amen. How many know we're having to wait here for something? How many believe God is going to do something? Does anybody sense there is something coming? Amen. And this is what the Lord told me. He told me about Joseph, but today the Lord's been speaking to my heart about this. Amen. Amen. He told them to go and wait until they endued with power from on high. Go to the upper room and to wait. Now, how many know God tells us the place that we are to go? Hallelujah. Well, here we are. Amen. Well, Brother Scott, this is all about this. has nothing to do. You can't tell me. You can't tell me that for 30 years I've tried to do this, and it, it escaped me for 30 years. This is not about me. Amen. I gave up on it. I've told everybody that. Amen. Is it, is it a coincidence, amen, that all of a sudden last January, God, my knee blew out, God set me on the couch and began to stir this vision in me, speak to my heart, when I gave up on him. 
Amen. Then all of a sudden, I meet Ike Morris. Amen. Then all of a sudden, amen, the Skidmore brothers, God just orchestrated, then put all this together. Richie Props told me that him and his dad tried for 15 years to set a tent up on this property, and they wouldn't even talk to him. Amen. And I'm not indicting something against John and Greg. Amen. How many know there's timing with God? Amen. Because God kept telling me, Scott, if you go before the time, nothing will happen. Bless God. How many know we've got to come back to the fact that God is leading and we are following? Amen. Hallelujah. You can't tell me that I did all this. Amen. I've just followed God here. And you know what? I have to keep doing that. We have to keep doing that. Amen. I don't care how bad it looks. I don't care how it looks like it's not going to happen. Amen. When God tells you to do something, amen, bless God, we had better do it. And how many know he told them to go wait? Wait for what? Amen. You know, I like how these preachers map it all out and tell us that, you know, this is a year of this and this and this and then it never happens. I wonder why people don't question that. We've got we to be careful what we say. Amen. He said, go wait. Wait for what? They didn't know. I mean, you know, you think about Peter. Peter said, well, Lord, it's you just for time to store the kingdom of Israel. Peter was a good one. I mean, he was a great guy. I mean, his whole story's in the Bible. Mine's not. Yours is not. But Peter's is in there. Can I get an amen? Amen. How, I think he's a pretty high-ranking guy. Amen. He was 2,000 years off. Jesus said, it's not for you to know the times and the seasons that God has put in his own power, but go to Jerusalem and wait. For what, bless God? He don't tell you that. Amen, because we have to wait on God in faith and believe that God, there's something that God, can I get an amen? amen. Hallelujah, wonder what could happen, bless God, if there would be people that would come from the churches, amen, I'll stop preaching. Amen, we'll stop singing, amen, glory to God. We'll just come and pray. Can we at least do that? Amen. Can we pray for this nation? Can we pray for our schools and our kids? Amen. Can we pray, bless God, that God would visit us? Hallelujah. Because, bless God, when they went into that upper room and they waited, all of a sudden, amen, hallelujah, when the time was right, when God had called the shot, when God said, it's time, bless God, honey, the power of God came down and God shook the world. Can I get that? Do we need that today? Amen. Could we use that in our hour? Amen. Glory to God. Because I'm telling you, we preached until we're blue in the face. We've sang. We've had church. We've had programs. And the slippery slope is still going downhill. We're still sliding, bless God. When are we going to wake up and realize we had better get God, amen, back in this nation? Can I get an amen? amen. Hallelujah. Let's stand to our feet. I've got to quit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Every head, every, every head bowed, every eye closed. I'm going to ask you if we could do this tonight. Could we start it here tonight? Amen. Could we gather around this altar and just ask God, 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 will you, will you, will you let it happen? God, will you stir people's hearts to come to central West Virginia and cry out to you? God, will you help us? Amen. Can we realize tonight, amen, that we have got to pray. We've got to seek God's face. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, we just ask you tonight. Father, our nation is in trouble. 
Father, you, you know more than we do the strait that we're in, the situation that we face. Father, we, Father, we are desperate, and, and some, most don't even know it. Father, I thank you for what happened today with the, with the reversal of abortion, Father. I'm so thankful for that. And Father, I know that this could just be the beginning and so much more could happen, Father. Father, I ask you tonight, Father God, to move upon the hearts and lives of your people. Father, to move us, Father God, to prayer, Father. Father, to put something in our heart to stir us, Father God, to look at the times and seasons that we're living in. As Daniel, as he read the word, Father, in Daniel chapter 29, Father, he went back to the, to the prophets of Jeremiah and read, Father, the, the statements that these great men of God had said and realized why Israel was in the condition that it was in and began to pray a prayer of repentance. And Father, a prayer for not only his sins, but the sins of his fathers and fathers' fathers. Father, there's a prayer that I believe needs to be prayed, Father. Father, I pray that you move upon our hearts, Father, move us toward prayer. Father, to call out to you, Father, and to help us realize, Father, we can't do this. Father, the battle is not ours, but the battle is yours. And Father, we don't fight this battle with weapons of, arm, of armament and, and, and missiles. And, and, but Father, we fight this battle on our knees, Father God, turning to you, Father, and rending our hearts, Father, and calling out to you, Father, the one that can come down. And Father, that you can fight this battle and you can give us victory, Father God. You can cause this nation to return, Father God. You can cause our sons and daughters, Father, to see the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ and come out of all these lifestyles that they have been in, in, in indoctrinated in and all these evils that their hearts have been turned to Father God you can bring healing Father God to our communities Father to our state to our nation and to the world Father God Father we have been very foolish Father we have left you the true and living God Father the living waters the waters of life Father God and we pray Father God that you would cause our hearts Father to hunger and thirst after you and father to realize that we're in a moment of time that we need to be calling out to you father god amen that that is the most important thing that we can do in this hour father god is to begin to intercede father for our nation for our leaders father god and father to intercede father god that we will turn father back to you with our whole heart father i pray father god for west virginia i pray for the churches all over this area father god and i pray that you put a stirring in the hearts of your children father god father to come to whatever it is that you're about to do father we can call a gathering we can name it father god amen but father only you can gather your people and father you've done it before and i ask you to do it now father because we've gone as far as we can go and we've done all that we can do but father you said if we will stand father god and we will look to you father we will see the salvation of our god and father we pray father god that you move mightily and that you move hearts father God if you can bring them father to the Armageddon ba battle father you can bring them to this place you can bring them to repentance father you can bring amen your people together to pray and to call upon your name father God because father I know tonight father you are the only answer father I can't preach good enough I can't do it father God there is nothing in me. I spent my whole life trying father and I have failed I have come up short but father now father God you have taught me to look to you because 
Father, there is nothing impossible to us through you. And Father, we ask, Father God, I don't care how weird people think this is. Father, how foreign this is. This should be something that is common in the house of God. This is something prayer should be common. Father, it should be something, Father God, as our founding fathers prayed for this nation. And you made this the greatest nation on this planet that has ever been, Father. There is the proof, Father God, that if you people will pray, Father God, you will hear our prayers, Father God, and you will answer. And Father, I pray that you will cause us, Father, to turn from our wicked ways. Father, to turn from the sin, Father God, and to return unto you, Father, with hearts that are pure. And Father, for hands that are clean, Father God. And Father, that are men and women, Father, that are meet for the Master's use. And Father, that we will come back to holiness, that we will come back to righteous living, Father God. And Father, that you will have a glorious church, a church without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. Father, that you can once again do exploits in our day. Because, Father, all through the Old Testament, as the children of Israel were obedient to you, Father, there were no armies or no nation that could stand before them. And, Father, I don't want to see the nations destroyed. I want to see the nations saved. Father, I want to see them come to know your glory and your presence and your salvation, Father God. Father, I want these people that are being taken captive by Satan and their lives are so miserable and sin and wickedness, Father God, they've been taken captive. Father, I want to see the gates of hell torn down by the gospel of Jesus Christ. I want to see the darkness, see the light of the gospel, bless God, and I want to see them know that Jesus said, I know tonight, Father God. And Father, I pray, Father God, Father, to the north, the south, the east, and the west throughout this state, Father God, that you begin to move upon the hearts and lives of your people, Father God. Father, to help us to sense, Father God, and to know, Father, that you are calling us. And Lord, if you can get them into an upper room in that day, Father, you can do that in our day. And Father, I pray that you bring your people, Father God. Gather your people, Father God. Amen. To an altar of prayer. And Father, to begin to cry out to you because, Father, you are our answer. You are our way. You are our truth in our life. Father, our life is hidden in you, Father God. And Father, I pray that you will, you will touch us and that your life will be revealed in us, Father God. And you will touch this nation one more time. God, have mercy on us. God, forgive us of our sins. Father, I plead the sins of myself, my, my fathers and my father's fathers. Father, the, 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 the sins of the nation, Father God. Father, I plead the blood over this nation. And Father, I pray that you pardon our sins and our iniquities. And Father, that you forgive us. And Father God, that you cleanse us. And Father God, that you touch us, Father, by your mighty power. And Father, I ask, Father God, that you move in this state and in this nation, Father God. You are God. And Father, you are the same. You've never changed. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. Father, you haven't went anywhere, but we've left you. But Father, I pray, Father God, that you would cause us to return all of your people, Father God. Father God, that you would move upon hearts and lives. Father, that you would help us realize, Father, it's not us. It's not us. It's not about us. It's not in our ability. But, Father, it's in our ability, Father God, to pray and to seek your face. And, Father God, through you there is nothing impossible to us who believe. And, Father, I ask, Father God, that you will move mightily. And, Father, I pray for this nation. Help us, O oh God. Help us, O oh God, to turn from our wickedness and to return unto you, Father, with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Father, you've given me revelation of that scripture to take no thought for my life. 
these things that the world's seeking after to take no thought, to take no thought for my life, what I'm going to eat, what I'm going to wear. But, Father, to seek you first in your righteousness and your kingdom. And, Father, you said that all these other things will be added unto us. Father, give us that heart, Father, to seek you and to seek you only. Father, we've been seeking after things. We've been seeking after this world. Father, we most don't even realize that. But, Father, I pray that you turn us. And, Father, that we will seek you more than anything we've ever sought in this world, in this life. And, Father, that we'll seek you as Paul did. And, Father, that we will see the results that Paul saw. Because, Father, you are the same. Father, Paul, Paul finished his course. Father, I believe Paul finished his, his calling and his, and his purpose. And, Father, I pray that you'll do that in us in our day. Help us, Father. Because, Father, in ourselves we can do nothing but through you. There is nothing impossible to us who believe. And, Father, tonight I believe this, and I thank you for it. And, Father, I thank you that this prayer has went throughout the state of West Virginia. Father, I believe that you're sounding an alarm, Father God, that the alarm clock is going on off inside of people's hearts. They may not even understand why. But, Father, you've always been able to do that. Father, if you gathered them in David's day, in Moses' day, in Elijah's day, Father, in Jesus' day, Father, you have not changed. Amen. Father, if you've got 120 in that upper room praying, you can put 120 under this tent praying. 